You're about to listen to Season 2, Episode 7 of the Meet Mediocrity Podcast. This is also Part 2 of my three-part miniseries with my niece, Awesome Alex. In Part 1 of the miniseries, we covered exercise and fitness. We discussed ways to create and experience a community or to have a community feel from your home while being socially distant. Today, in part two of the mini-series, we explore a little bit of mental wellness, a little bit of diet, and some other stuff. So with all that, let's get started. Mitch here, and I am super excited about this miniseries. Seriously, I cannot believe how many people have reached out to tell me how much they enjoy part one of the miniseries. And no one is saying that Alex and I are experts at anything. They're just telling me that they enjoy listening to two people who, A, like to talk, B, that are basically real people and who are dealing with the pandemic in ways that other people can relate to. So before Alex and I kick off part two of our mini-series, I want to remind you of three quick things. First, as you've seen on Instagram, Meet Mediocrity t-shirts are showing up everywhere. Feel free to send me a direct message if you want a chance to get your own Meet Mediocrity t-shirt. Secondly, Continue to listen to this mini-series, but also you should know that I've got some exceptional guests lined up to be guests on the podcast after the mini-series. So stay tuned. Late summer, early fall, the Meet Mediocrity podcast lineup is shaping up to be a good one. And third, if you have an idea for a podcast episode, if you have a guest you'd like me to interview, or an idea you'd want me to cover on an episode, just send me a direct message on Instagram or through meetmediocrity.com. I've had some great suggestions turn into wonderful episodes in the past, so give me a try. I'm open-minded. Okay, enough from me. Now, without further delay, let's get started with part two of our mini-series with my niece, Alex Arroyo. Welcome back, Alex. So happy to be here. Episode two of our mini series. I can't believe we have a mini series going. I know. How cool are we? (laughs) We are super duper cool. (laughs) Um, So on our mini series episode one, we we primarily discussed fitness. Yep. But one of the things that, that we covered was not just being fit and staying fit, during COVID and and during social distancing. We also talked about the mental wellness aspect of of groups and and exercising with groups. Definitely. So let's shift gears to start episode two and talk a little bit about diet because I know, I know. It's my (laughs) favorite and least favorite thing, right? Food is my favorite thing and like then it, you know, oh, it's my favorite thing. Me. It's my favorite thing because I love eating. Right. It's, it, but it's my least favorite thing because I think like most people in COVID world, I certainly haven't lost any weight. Nope. Um, I, interestingly enough, 
me personally, and I mentioned this on Instagram, I think, um, I started COVID not even knowing that it was the start of COVID. Um, 15 pounds higher than I was when I did my triathlon in 2019. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to take that 15 pounds back off plus five. I'm proud to announce that five months into COVID, I'm the exact same weight. Me too. And, and I would say, you know, and it's so funny. I would say to myself, damn it. Like I said, I was going to lose 20 pounds and I haven't lost an ounce. But, you know, like the glass is half full. I didn't gain any weight. So, um, but Alex, this has not been easy. No, it's, I think, tougher than any of us thought. I think because it's gone much longer than we thought. I think there are so many factors that play into this. I, I don't need to tell everyone, but right, like online learning, working from home 100% of the time, um, you know, family member issues, family members passing away, right? There's just so many factors. And the reality is, is that a lot of us are comforted by food, right? That it's that scientific, is, yeah. right? Stress eating, right? That is that is my go-to, and I'm home, right? So if I'm at the office, I'm like, you know, I don't really want to pay for the vending machine bag of chips, but if I have a free bag of chips already paid for, I don't really care, and then I eat them, and that is not, you know. I struggle with that. Um, you know, everyone's like, oh, you work out so much. Yeah, but I eat so much. Like, I, right. I, you know, I'm, I kind of on the extreme of both ends. Enough for nothing, but, but exercising encourages eating. I know. And it really think, does. And that's right. I'm, just, I'm hungrier because, but then the problem is, is that I don't, I don't work out and then I eat like maybe a salad with grilled chicken. I, you know, I want to eat two slices of pizza and a cannoli. So that's, that's where I, I struggle. And, you know, I think at the beginning we were cooking for the sake of doing an activity. Right. So it was, it was um, social cooking. Social cooking, right? So whether it was, you know, um, cooking Passover dinner so that we can have a Zoom Seder with the family, right? That's cooking right. all that, that. Or every single person made banana bread in quarantine because we just, we let the bananas go bad and we just had nothing else to do. Yep. I even had my mom buy me a 25 pound bag of flour from Costco because I was baking so much, right? Like at one point, one day we made a whole... Um, Venezuelan feast, right? My husband's from Venezuela. We made a whole Venezuelan feast because we had nothing else to do. It was hot out, do something. We made a whole Spanish feast. So we were just doing it to, for the sake of doing something. Um, so I think that we have to give ourselves a little bit of what I read in an article, a little bit of grace, right? Just, it's okay. Well, you know, I used to make fun of when I used to visit my grandparents in Florida um, like you'd wake up in the morning and the first thing they would say is, what's for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're, yeah. I mean. and, and of course there would be an early bird and, and you'd be going somewhere for dinner at five o'clock, but that's right. a different story. But, um, I feel like in, in quarantine and, and that's what we do. Right. We, what's for dinner? Right. We, and we've come up with different things just to keep ourselves a little bit different. Right. Do we do vegan Mondays and vegetarian Thursdays? What about taco Tuesdays? Right. Some, no, usually sometimes we've done it. We, we made a we, whole big feast for, you know, Cinco de Mayo that happens to be on a Tuesday. Right. But we're just trying to change things up a bit. And, you know, we've been trying some new restaurants. All right. We want to get a new takeout place. Like, let's try this. Let's try that. Oh, I heard this recipe is good. Um, so, you know, I'm trying to find the balance right now of giving myself a little bit of like, 
you know, we're in unprecedented times. It's okay. Well, trying not to go too far and coming out of this, like, was this really necessary? Like, I'm trying to find a good balance, right? I don't want to feel guilty for anything that happens. I mean, (laughs) had a pretty dramatic year in addition to COVID. Yes, we all have. You know, our whole family has. So I want to give myself a little bit of, of grace there. But I also, like, don't want to look back and be like, you know, was it necessary to make a banana bread on Tuesday, cookies on Wednesday, a cake on Thursday? Like, just I, I'm trying to find a, ba- a better balance, and I'm not sure that I found that yet, but I'm working towards it. Well, I, I'm with you, and in fact, um, you know, I feel like when COVID started, I did a couple of podcasts, and I think I may have written a blog or done a video blog that talked about let's use this as an opportunity to improve ourselves. And then I started listening to some podcasts that are saying just that. Let's you, and you know what? I may not come out of this 20 pounds lighter, but if I could come out of it about the same weight, uh, you know, with a decent level of fitness and not going mentally nuts, that's kind of a success. Right. I thought, you know, I, similar to you, I saw this Instagram post and said, like, if you don't come out of um, pants the quarantine without a new skill, like you're wasting your time. And then I took a step back and it's like, you know what? I still have my job that I have to work. Yeah, I'm right. cooking, you know, cooking way more than I did. I'm right. dealing with personal family trauma, yeah. trying to make sure everyone in my family's okay, trying to keep myself safe. Like, it's okay. It's okay. I don't, no one's asking you to be a superhero. Everyone's just asking you to kind of act like a human, right? Like, you just got to do the best that you can. If the best that I can do is not gain 20 quarantine pounds then so be it and if i gain the 20 quarantine pounds then so be it and i'll and i'll I'll figure it out you know it's not the end of the world well and so so shifting from diet to mental wellness getting getting through this global crisis same um my new scale which i started near the beginning of, of COVID for reasons unrelated to COVID, but now I feel like I'm into it, is meditation. So, Have you ever done meditation? Interestingly enough that you said that, last week I did it for the first time because as a challenge for Peloton, you had to take a class with each of the instructors and one of them was either, she only did yoga meditation. I said, you know what? Never oh, wait, which, which meditation person did you do? Kristen McGee. Kristen McGee. She's my favorite, she's she's my favorite Peloton meditation so woman. So she's on Team Legends of Fun, which is what I'm on with, with Magnificent <laughs> with, Meredith. Right. Um, so I was like, you know what? I've never done this before. We talk about a lot of mindfulness things through my, my job. Let me just Let me just do this. And I did it, and I enjoyed it more than I thought that I would. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I ended up doing another one with Cody Rigsby mm-hmm. that I really enjoyed as well. I'm not saying I'm someone that I'm doing it every night, but I'm doing it now. Mm-hmm. And I think it's great. Like, I think it's – I was like, oh, I'm going to fall asleep. I'm not great with this stuff. I think it was – it really made me just, like, shut off my brain for a second. Yep. Through all the chaos of life and what's going on, I was like, "All right, just five minutes. Like, just need to be here, present for five minutes." It's, it's like resting your brain in, in many ways. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you a little bit about my about my meditation mm-hmm. experience because mm-hmm. it's really evolved rapidly over the past few months. 
So I started doing just what you did. I did the Peloton thing, and um, I would listen to Kristen McGee, and um, there's another lady whose name flew just flew in and out of my head. It's okay. not important. Anyway, I started doing them for five minutes, and then someone who I, I really respect, someone who does meditation, really kind of a Zen man that I know. He does Tai Chi. And I was talking to him about my, my beginner meditation. And he said, you know, you really don't need a guided meditation. Just sit there yourself. So I said to yourself, myself, and it wasn't working. So I, I went on, on YouTube and I found some meditation kind of like sounds so it was like from the one I really loved was was some really soft music over over waves over because I love the ocean yeah ocean yeah so um, I did that and and it just kind of got me in the right space and I was meditating but I kept thinking back to all the things the Peloton people were telling me imagine that you're a tree imagine that you're a mountain <laughs> <laughs> right you've heard some of these things yes of course and and so. I, I talked to my friend again and I said, so I, I'm not listening to the guided meditations. I'm listening to soothing meditation sounds and music. He said, that's great. I said, how do I know I'm doing it right? And here's what he told me. This is the best advice for anyone thinking about meditation. He said, imagine you spent your entire life in New York, in the town you're in, in the house you're in, your entire life. And one day, someone waved a magic wand, and you were dropped in the middle of London. He says, what would you do? And I said, well, I'd explore. I'd walk around my neighborhood. I would try out some restaurants. I'd introduce myself to people. He says, so you just try different stuff out. I'm like, yeah. He's like, that's what you do. Just do that. And what's interesting is my meditation is evolved. And it's just kind of like, and, and I wouldn't say it's evolved in a straight line, but one thing that's interesting is you notice your mind relax and you notice how thoughts come into your mind and you notice how you deal with those thoughts. And what the best part about it for me, and then I'll, I'll shut up, the best part about it for me is there are points during the day that are stressful, especially at work. Um, you know, something is, happens on a, on a conference call and you want to reach across the screen and, sh and strangle someone. But I'm able to think back to when I'm meditating and it instantly calms me down. It's a beautiful thing. I am leaving COVID world, God willing, sometime in the next few months <laughs> with meditation as my new skill. Case closed, <laughs> mic drop. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. What do you feel like the benefit is from your meditation it's practice? That. It's, it's being that. able to bring yourself to like a better in the midst of all the chaos of our lives and jobs and family, it, it's a, you're able to get yourself to a, a calming point. And I think, you know, even if there's a, a thought or an issue you want to digest, you're able to digest it, especially when you're meditating in a more thoughtful, logical, peaceful way. Not as <clears throat> So if you want to think about it, if, you know, let's say you're meditating and I say to myself, there's a problem I want to noodle. I will, I will noodle it in a very thoughtful way. And the thing that's interesting for me is I'm able to wrestle it to the ground very quickly in a meditative state versus the way, at least my mind, I don't know about everyone else's, is all over the place. And what about this? And what about this? And what about that? And who's going to do it? 
and, and, and it just kind of like puts everything in slow motion mm-hmm. and it makes everything a little bit easier to digest. So that's what it's done for Mediocre Mitch. Mm-hmm. I'm sure everyone else has their own meditation experience, but this is my new COVID skill. <laughs> Take that. Fantastic. So um, other, th- other mindful, um, mental well-being things we've done. So... What have we done? I know that we, you and I both did some like jigsaw puzzles earlier in COVID. I don't know about you. And those are sold out too. We like got one like the first week and now, you know, it's another thing that you can't get. Right. Um, you can't get any new ones. Yeah, no. You can, you, you can trade them with your friends, but you're afraid that they might have like germs on them. Exactly. Can't do that. Um, and, and, and honestly, they're not that really my thing. Um, I play words with friends on my on my phone. Yep. So I have my five or six regular go-to Words with Friends. Are you good at... I'm like very mediocre at Words with Friends. Oh, very mediocre. It's usually me moving letters to see if it's in real word or not and then <laughs> submitting it like i've learned ja is a word and i'm like all right this is what i'm saying and, and, and xi and yeah, qi exactly sure. it's usually me futzing with the letters to get to an acceptable <laughs> amount and then i'll play these people and they're like they get like a triple word this i'm like i just was proud of myself for my 10 point word and you just got 50 points i'm like clearly i'm missing something i don't know how to strategize as well but yeah no i'm not particularly i feel good. like i would win at speed words with friends because <laughs> i rush them like <laughs> i just i would just want to get it out of my like portal so <laughs> i just right. I, I have i have an open game i need to play a word and get it off my to-do list exactly and meanwhile i'm not looking to maximize triple letters or double Never. words and so i think my winning record in, and i but I, I would estimate that I play, I don't know, dozens of games a year, maybe a hundred games a year. My win record is definitely in that kind of thirty to forty percent of the games I play at most. I lose most of the time. One time, my brother said mm-hmm. to me, "He's very task oriented," mm-hmm. and it really resonated with me because that's like right, I just want to get it off of my plate. I want to say that I completed this and I moved on. So very similarly, very task oriented. I want to do it. Move on. Any, um, you live with three people. I know those yeah. three people. Yes. Do you play you, do, any like board games or, or things like that? So some of the things that we've been doing in quarantine. So we did a couple puzzles. We played Scrabble. We have been binge watching Netflix shows. So not really, you know, mindful things. We played Code Names a couple of times. We have this um, box called Universal Yums where this company sends us snacks from a specific country every month. So we've done like Brazil. We've done this. This month was Thailand and we all really struggled with the food. (laughs) So we're like, maybe we shouldn't be going there. Um, We've done uh, Scandinavia. So it's really super interesting. Are they they like snacks or are they like meals? Snacks, like the chips, the chocolate. See, I love Thai food, but I don't know. I don't think I, we're not talking about Pad Thai here. We're not talking about some Pad Thai here. We're talking about a, crunchy stick that tastes like fake shrimp like that's <laughs> yeah gotcha yeah. so that so that's something interesting we've been doing we've also been doing a lot of home improvement projects well knowing well knowing jorge yeah and, and his twin brother gerardo they're definitely doing at-home projects so two bathrooms have been redone in my house that they did on between the two of them they made a solar pool heater (laughs) 
<laughs> like you can't even make this stuff up. They found on YouTube they made a solar pool heater, which has water coming out of it at 100 degrees. So it works. It works. Amazing. Um, they painted a car. They, you know, they really have, they redid like the garage. They've really come up with so many projects that we made a home gym, right? We got the Peloton. We took the treadmill from my parents' house that my mom got when, right after she had my brother. My brother will be 29 this year. So they still have the treadmill. And it still the, works. Yep, it still it works. Still works. It's currently in my basement. We made a little little home gym. So you can do Peloton tread classes. Exactly. <laughs> um, so there, we have done a multitude of these types of projects um, in our house. A lot of rearranging, that type of thing. So while we're not doing as many mindful things, we're just trying to find activities to keep ourselves a bit busy. So we... So two things I'll throw out there for my listeners. A great board game to um, order on Amazon and and try with your family is a a game called Welcome To. And it's a game where you, um, you, it's a card game that you fill out a sheet where you build neighborhoods. And it's so much fun. And we must have played that 50 times. (laughs) And each game takes like, 25, 30 minutes, so it's a manageable amount of time. It's not like Monopoly, where it's a three-day event. We did that, too. Okay. Um, and the other game, speaking of words with friends, is Bananagrams, mm-hmm. which which I think is a pretty common game, but we play that quite a bit. nice part about Bananagrams is you can be done with the game in, like, five minutes. And the, the, the bad part about it is you have to play it, like, 30 times. The other bad part about it is you don't have your computer, your phone telling you whether a, a, a word is made up or not. Right, it's not like words with friends where we can cheat. No, that's um, – I think we're – I think that um, this has really made people take a step back and appreciate the little things in life, right? Like being at home – with my immediate family, right, which is myself and my brother-in-law, my sister-in-law, like on a Saturday night playing a game and eating dinner. Like I just think we were – we. it was so easy for us to get caught up. I have to work. I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to run. I have to go to this. Like this was almost like a, like a sign. Like we, you got to take a step back. You got to reevaluate. You got to remember the things that are important. And like family is family really, is really important. It's just the most important thing. And right, how, like when was the last time, honestly, that you were home playing games with like your four sons right. with like three of your four adult sons and right. you know Marissa? Like that doesn't happen. Like we just never took the time to do that. And, and even when we were around and doing stuff, we're always doing things like oh, we have a barbecue, we have to cook everything, then everyone has to leave. You know, right. like we just didn't take the time to like appreciate each other's. So company we're appreciating as much. each other. So 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 some of the positives of of and and this is a crappy situation. And there are yeah. people who are suffering with health issues, and people mm-hmm. who are suffering with losses, and people who are suffering with unemployment, financial issues. I get all that, but if we're going to take a glass as half full. Family, slowing down, doing some things you wouldn't have done before, enjoying enjoying each other, enjoying the outdoors, walking the dogs. Poor Molly and Maggie. They're, they're getting walked <laughs> to death. Than they need. Yeah, and I just think it was a, a little bit of a reality check for us that like we just were not really, I think, not really focusing on the things that were really important and we needed to kind of reevaluate. And I mean, if this year told me anything, COVID aside, like it's just that family is super important. And I think 
in addition to what happened, COVID really made that come come to light. I think it's it's super important for us to take a step back and kind of see the big picture and not get caught up on like so many of these little, like I, I'm the first one at, like I'll look at my to-do list in the morning like, oh my God, how am I supposed to do this? Take a step back. This is not, we're, everything's going to be fine. One thing at a time. It's all going to be okay. Meditate for a minute. It's all good. It's all, it's all good. So I think, I think, COVID really made me realize that, that that's super important. So why don't we put that as a wrap to episode two of our three-part miniseries. Three parts. Alex, you're going to come back and join me for part three? Only if you get me some sushi for dinner. (laughs) Well, you're saying that because we know that that is the family plan, (laughs) that you're going to be at my house with magnificent Meredith having sushi for dinner. So it's a deal. All right, we'll talk to you on episode three, Al. Perfect. Take care. So there you have it. Part two of the miniseries. We touched base um, on diet. We discussed how we should try to avoid cooking and eating as an activity or an event. That's where the extra weight comes from, or as I call it, the COVID-19. That's bad humor. Anyway, that's where the extra weight comes from. So be mindful about your eating. We also discussed keeping our minds sharp with activities. I mean, binging Netflix is fun and it has its place. But reading books, doing puzzles, playing games, participating in mindful activities is what really keeps our minds in shape and sharp. Okay. In part three, the final part of the miniseries, Alex and I will address more mindful things like how to stay connected with friends, how to interact with colleagues, how to stay in touch with loved ones, and we discuss ways to maintain work-life balance. This is especially important if you used to go to work in an office and now you're working from home. I'm one of those people and I know Alex is too. And for us, work is starting to become potentially a 24-7 thing because work is right here at home with us. In part three of the miniseries, we'll explore ways to stay connected but avoid burnout. So, until next time... I hope you'll stay positive, keep healthy, be smiling, and be well. Take care, everyone.